And it is yet another edition of What's Involved. And I thought, you know, why not? Let's, let's, he is our resident sales guru. So uh, let's drag him in and, and have a bit of a chat to him. Who is he and who am I talking about? Uh, I'm talking about Tim Keyes, the CEO of the Sales Institute. Hello, Tim. Uh, how are you, David? Good to be back with you again. Yeah, different though. Hey, normally I, normally I drag you into, into a radio station. Now we're, we're doing this remotely. Um, you know, um, it reminds me of one of those cartoons I've seen it, you know, if, if we're not, if we're not remotely working, um, are we, what, if we're not working remotely, are we even remotely working? I like that. I must admit, I'm missing mid-range. I haven't been to Joburg for a couple of months now and I'm starting to have withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I I literally also, I've hardly been out of the house in the last little while. So, yeah, you know, and I mean, everybody says, well, that's okay for you. You're a bit of a recluse anyway. But uh, I think it's it's, it's just the idea of the freedom that has been taken away that that, uh, bugs me. But enough of that. you are the CEO of the Sales Institute. We've had you, we've had you on, on, on air uh, a couple of times before. Um, and uh, often we've talked selling. We used to speak about uh, the new way of selling, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, COVID-19 came along and just, uh, well, blew everything up. So <laughs> what I wanted to find out is, is you know, um, can we still sell in 2020 and beyond? Well, well, this is the interesting thing about this. You know, you have to watch, excuse the pun, you need to watch the waves coming in. And all of the stuff that we spoke about even six months ago when I was last on your show, or a couple of months ago, you know, a lot of that has changed in the space of a very, very short period. So part of it is because of COVID, which has certainly accelerated a lot of trends that already started last year. Um, they were starting to come through and some really interesting ideas about how customers want to work with us and, and uh, you know, how they research um, what we're selling them and things like that. But COVID's definitely accelerated it. And now because of especially social distancing, the way we sell has to change. So the answer is yes, we can still sell. But the selling has moved a lot from face-to-face to remote selling. And I think that's the important thing, skill that people need to learn. Okay, remote selling. But now, if I think if I think about it now, working from home, okay, um, it's really difficult. And I, and I'm talking about just from my side now, even uh, in terms of trying to connect with people, set up interviews, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's quite difficult to get hold of of somebody important. Um, you know, um, people are using a call of, call identification these days. Um, emails, and, and that's the way I mainly work. Emails just seem to be, well, yeah, they're not really working either. Um, we, we spoke a bit about the, the, your customers or potential customers. Um, you know, they want to do their research online. Um, but for me, it just feels, at this time, it, it feels a bit weird. I, I don't mm. know if you feel like that. Well, well there, sell. Two, there, there are two things that are happening. The one is it seems heartless to sell right now. You know, it almost seems like, my goodness, we're going through so much. Now you want to sell me something. And so if you had to learn a specific skill, to me, it's empathy. The The conversations have to start with, how do I help somebody else solve a problem? And what I found recently is I'm having to do or I'm, I'm willing to do a lot more favors than I've done before. 
So give you an example, you know, I'm a big, big LinkedIn fan, which we have to talk about later, but I'm contacting a lot of people and offering to help them use LinkedIn as a sales tool. And my offer to them is, you know, let me help you with writing, um, you know, the the introduction and your profile. Let me help you with that because, you know, that's an important part of selling. And so before I used to charge for that. Now I'm saying, let me help you solve that problem first. And then they're coming back to me and saying, okay, Tim, how can you help me now? And that's where I am by giving value. I'm earning the right to do business. So I've, I've had to move from selling to earning the right to do business. And I think that's a big shift when it comes to selling post-COVID. You can't be a salesperson anymore. You know, I posted something on my LinkedIn the other day. It got quite a reaction where I said, if I was a salesperson and I'm on LinkedIn, isn't it stupid to put there that you're an account manager or that you're a new business development guy? Because the minute somebody puts that on there and I see that on the profile and they want to talk to me, I'm expecting them to send me a spam you know, within five minutes that I'm going to get an email or they're going to contact me on LinkedIn and try and sell me something. So I, th- I think empathy is the key to this. Okay, makes it, it, it makes sense. Um, and, I, and it's one of the things definitely that we, we're going to need to talk about is um, because there's a couple of things that I've seen that you're offering to help people with. Um, you, you've got the LinkedIn one that you're doing. Um, video as well, though. Um, is something that I believe I believe we should speak about. I mean, even now, as as we speak, um, we've both done ourselves a favour, and we, we we're not doing this as a video recording. Uh, but but we are <laughs> we are remotely doing this. I mean, this entire thing is being recorded over Skype at the moment. Um, you know, and and I, I don't know. You know, somebody was saying to me the other day, but you know, what's going to happen? You know, you're going to get back to the radio station. You're going to do this uh, business wise. What's happening? And and the simple answer that I've I've been given to people is I don't know, you know. And now, of course, uh, we're at this stage during this this pandemic where, I guess, we, we we're hearing from people all over the place, and and they've got so many differing opinions. I mean, mm. from the fact that they're just waiting for the vaccine so that they can inject us with tracking chips to um, <laughs> this 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 virus is a lot is a lot worse than a lot of people are saying. To other people saying, well, let's just go out and get it, to which I reply, that's fine until you've actually got some underlying comorbidities, because mm. uh, then, then it's not so much fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, yeah. And it has. It's gone, it's gone for me from, um, from, from sort of, you know, knowing, you know, it's like the old days, you know, you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody whose second cousin on their mother's side had COVID. Suddenly, mm. it's 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 hitting a lot closer to home. I think for a lot of us. I mean, I know somebody who's now currently in in hospital in critical condition uh, mm. with with the with the the coronavirus. Mm. Um, yeah, there, there's something yeah, I wanted okay. to add here. I, I went on, or I went to a virtual conference, or on a virtual conference during the week, and um, Brian Morin, who's a really good brain science guy. He made a comment on this conference that it takes 60 days for people to learn a new habit. And he said, in most countries, we've been in lockdown for 60 days. And it's something I hadn't considered in that if people have got used to this way of communicating, you know, I have to tell you, I'm enjoying this. You know, to give you an example, this morning I was at a sales conference virtually. I then trained for two hours and I coached two people for another hour. 
Now I'm talking to you. And so because I'm working remotely, I'm getting so much more done from my training that I'm doing. I'm doing a lot more remote learning where I do two hour sessions. I do coaching. I give people a lot of homework and I'm finding that the 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 quality of the learning has improved significantly. And I think customers have got used to this working remotely thing. And so I don't think we're going to lose the using the Skype and the Teams and the Zooms and things to have conversations. I think customers have got used to that. And so I don't think there will be a new normal. I think that people have got used to using technology and it's not something that we're going to go back from. I think we'll need to continue using technology in the future in our sales processes. Well, I think I think there you may have you may have a point. I mean, I I remember us sitting discussing uh, last year, the beginning of this year, about certain things that we wanted to change in our respective businesses. One of those was more of this this remote uh, remote learning, uh, the coaching. Uh, the other thing we spoke about uh, a whole lot was was video, getting stuff online, doing online learning. And, you know, while we were chatting about it, it, it seemed fairly far-fetched and, and quite out there and quite revolutionary. And then COVID-19. So, yeah, there we are. Um, we've all been been forced to learn. My special guest, uh, by the way, my special guest is Tim Keyes. He is the CEO of the Sales Institute, uh, joining us once again on What's Involved. Just to find out about uh, can we still sell in 2020 and beyond. When we come back, we'll chat some more with Tim Keyes. And we're back. It is what's involved. My special guest, Tim Key, CEO of the Sales Institute. So, Tim, we, we've spoken about this and, and, and you said to me that uh, you're enjoying what you're doing uh, right now and, and, and working remotely, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I must be honest. I am as well. I miss <laughs> a radio station. I miss being in a radio station. Um, in that sense, I feel disconnected from from the rest of the gang at the radio station. Um, but in terms of, of business, look, um, I think everybody's everybody's battling. And this, this idea of how can I help you, um, I think that has very big legs um, at, at the moment. And, and mm. just, you know, trying to get out there and see what you can do, if you can help. And then maybe, I don't know, how do you look at it? Do you look at business that comes from that as like a happy coincidence then? Okay, so so let's take a couple of steps back here. The I mentioned to you that this trend started before COVID. So a lot a lot of the research indicated that people were wanting to do a lot more research online than ever before. And that when they were talking to sales, they wanted you to deliver far more value than you did before. So those trends were starting to happen and as I said, COVID has accelerated that. So the people who do the job well of delivering value and talk to my needs, they will be successful. And I become intolerant of what I call needy salespeople, people who are trying to sell me something, not help me. The big thing, though, and and we can talk about the technologies that support this, but the big thing is that even post without COVID, customers wanted to see what you could do and they wanted to know how to make a decision without having to call you first. So here's the scary number. Out of the entire sales cycle, when when I started training, and, and I remember you and I had this discussion, people used to typically engage with a sales organization around about halfway through when they wanted a quote. 
And we put that at about 50% of the sales cycle. The number now is as high as 83%, where customers will do all of their due diligence, they'll do all of their work, they'll, they'll go online, they'll evaluate products, and they will only come to you as a salesperson when they want price and availability of stock. That's how scary this has become and how little they actually trust salespeople. So if you are not going to position yourself digitally as someone who has empathy and who has a reputation and who can help them solve the problems and know stuff or can deliver stuff, they aren't going to want to talk to you. And now they're doing a lot more research online. So suddenly LinkedIn and video and all of the things that we've been talking about become incredibly important as part of lead generation. And that's without talking about the role of things like Teams and Skype and all of that for closing the sale. So just purely for lead generation, we need to look at how technology works. And we also need to have a look at what role do we play and how easy are we making it for our customers to make decisions. So can they research us online? And that is where I think that LinkedIn and video has become the next, I mean, LinkedIn's always been huge, but those two elements have become the next big thing of lead generation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I must say, it, it, and, and often, and, and you know this, I have to, I have to swap hats because uh, I wear a couple of hats, and I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of of, of the other business, um, which is uh, our side of the business uh, is what's digital. Um, you know, we've also we've we've done a lot of that where we're, we're in the middle of of this video stuff and and doing uh, these explainer videos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We can get into that a little bit. Um, it's, but it is, it's a very, very steep learning curve. Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff, um, you know, as a, as a company, if you don't know how to do some of this stuff, um, it's perhaps then that you need to speak to businesses like mine, businesses like yours, because otherwise you're going to get left behind. Agreed. Agreed. And I proved this, you know, there's a, there's somebody here, how's this for a story? Um, she, I'm sitting at a, a company I work with, an IT firm in Cape Town, um, where I outsource to them. And one of the salespeople is from Zambia. And so her, her accent isn't particularly strong. Um, so, you know, I mean, she's got a Zambian accent, so I'm sure people in Zambia don't have a problem. But in South Africa, she was struggling to get people to talk to her on the phone um, because they didn't quite hear what she was saying. She switched to using LinkedIn, where I taught her to, she she first built a really good profile, then she looked for the person that she wanted to speak to, and then she sent them an invite and then started engaging with them on LinkedIn. And there are two lead generators in this business right now. She is outperforming the other lead generator by about five to one, and she is doing all of it digitally. And what she has done, is it's her profile on LinkedIn and then we did a video of her where she um, there are a whole lot of new features in LinkedIn that allow you to talk about your business and to showcase your business and to you know to write really good articles and things so we've been working on that and I recorded her talking about what she does and how she helps people and she did that and she had time to do it a little more slowly so it was easier to understand she connected on LinkedIn and then the company here um, using you know, a lot of the work, I know you helped them as well, is creating the videos where people then go onto a page and that the particular solution that they offer, 
they can go through a series of videos. So part of it is Office 365, so they can see how that works. They do services management, so they see how that works. They do governance, and there are videos on each of these topics. And what we're finding here is that they're getting more meetings and they're closing more sales because we've spent more time building out the resources. And, you know, that is, it's partly a skill, as in learning how to do this, partly learning how to use technology. And then the third one, and, and there's no hidden agenda here, uh, the, the power of a personal video and an explainer video and things like that. People just love the moving pictures and the storytelling of it. And mm. I'm finding that that is the big shift is the using LinkedIn to make the connection, giving them time to watch a couple of videos to see what I do, and then making a connection with them and having a chat. And it's proving very successful here. Yeah, well, I mean, we've, we've as, as, as you know, um, we've redesigned our entire What's Digital website, and we've included a lot of stuff like that. And, and, and it's based on stuff that, that you and I have, have spoken about. And I must tell you, the response that we've had so far is, is absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah, we need to be, we, we do as a business need to be more active uh, on LinkedIn. Um, so we're going to be talking, we're going to be talking to you about that. But talking about interesting things that people are doing with uh, technology at the moment, one of the things that I've noticed, um, and, and I don't know if you can, if you can speak to that, um, but um, one of the companies that we've dealt with before, uh, have, have actually approached me, a couple of them now, subsequent to this one, but I'm doing work with one at the moment in terms of doing a podcast for their brand. So they come up with, with what the kind of content is and, and we research it, we discuss what we're going to do. Um, I actually set up all the, 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 the podcasting, the technical side of it for them. And uh, we're starting to do a, a series of podcasts for, for these particular brands. Um, that also seems to be growing massively at the moment. Have you had much experience with that? A hundred percent. You know, video podcasts, they, they both have a place. Where I think the, the, the missing link is, though, is that, and seriously, I hope I don't offend any marketers here. I'm a sales guy, not a marketing guy. So a lot of the video podcasting tra traditional methods that we've used have been for marketing purposes. To me, the secret sauce is inviting people privately and personally to go and interact with those podcasts. So the, the few that we've done, I have them all set up somewhere. And when I connect with someone, I say, why don't you listen to this podcast? You know, when we're done here, I'm going to send it to a couple of the, the people I've been dealing with over the last little while about this particular topic and say, you know, why don't you, you listen to this? The same as the sales conference I was part of this morning. Let them watch that video because each time I'm adding value. So I think the secret to me is it needs to be part of a personal invitation. So, you know, just like you've built an audience over the years and people have become quite loyal to your podcast. I know I, know I look forward to them every Monday. Um, it's the same thing there is that literally inviting people. And I don't know if we can rely purely on marketing anymore. I think marketing is important, but this one-to-one -one selling by giving them access to these kind of interesting pieces of information, whether it's a podcast or a video, any other, you know, it could still be an article, for example. But I think it's that one-to-one -one invitation. It doesn't take away the responsibility for the salesperson. They still have to make contact and have the conversation. 
So we are chatting to Tim Keyes from the Sales Institute, my special guest on what's involved. When we come back, uh, we'll chat a little bit uh, more about this and the kind of things we need to start doing. Because one of the things Tim talks about is uh, some superpowers that you need to develop. So we're going to talk about superpowers a little later on when we come back. We're back. It is What's Involved and uh, my special guest, CEO of the Sales Institute, it's Tim Keyes. Before the break, Tim, we mentioned uh, the superpowers that you feel we need to develop. Can we talk a bit about that? Okay. So to me, there are five superpowers that you need to, to be able to master in order to be successful when you're selling specifically through technology. So let me just take you through the five and then you can tell me which one you want to discuss. The first one is very clear messaging. You need to be able to tell people what you can do for them and how you can help them, what the value is, and it needs to be in one sentence and it needs to be incredibly clear. It can't get lost in the clutter. Second one, surprise, surprise, get active on LinkedIn. You should be spending, in my mind, an hour a day on LinkedIn if you're in sales. Um, a lot of people say it's a soft way of selling. Uh, then you're not using it in the way I use it. LinkedIn is a very, very active sales tool if you use it properly. So that to me is a major superpower, is, is how you use LinkedIn as a social selling tool. Third one, you need to break through the shyness and, you know, whether it's a podcast or a video. I remember the first time I did a, a show with you, how nervous I was and, and how different my experience is now. Um, it's just because, you know, you forced me, and, and I give you credit for this, you forced me in front of a microphone and a camera. So I'm now a lot more comfortable with this stuff. Uh, so that's been a good thing for me. And I think that's a major skill. You know, you, know you, you need to be comfortable in front of a camera and a video. And I know that's something you do a lot of work on in helping people do that. Um, mm. The fourth one is how do you run interact online interactive online meetings? So how do you use Zoom and Skype and Teams properly? And then the last one is clarity is everything. Your message needs to people need to go on a journey you need to help them make sense of this world and help them make a good decision those are the five superpowers that i'm recommending all right now in terms of those those superpowers and um you've mentioned they're getting active on linkedin you've mentioned uh, breaking through shyness starting to use video um those are two of the things that you're actually helping people with at the moment am i correct yeah so my process is the, the first thing you need to do is I'll help you figure out your sales message. And that sounds very simple, but here's the issue. Whenever I do training nowadays, I tell a story. So, you know, you and I have spoken about the hero story a lot. But essentially, mm. the way you, you tell a story is you have a hero who has a problem. That and any stories like this. My favorite one is Star Trek or Star Wars. You know, you have a hero, uh, he's very unhappy, has a serious problem, gets kicked out of his home, you know, doesn't know who his dad is, etc. Eventually, he meets Yoda, who teaches him his powers. He's got this major enemy, which is the Empire. Um, Yoda helps him learn these new powers, so Yoda guides him. He explodes forth, you know, destroys the Empire, and he becomes the hero and lives happily ever after. Now, a lot of companies make this mistake. They reckon they're the hero. And, and your company's not the hero, your customer is. So I help salespeople do what? The, the, the salesperson in my world is the hero. 
So mm. I help you as the sales institute get your messaging correct so that you can talk to customers. I help you on LinkedIn get access, engage, sell more to um, or identify new opportunities and connect with them. I help you use um, the the um, online tools, interactive tools in order to run great meetings. So everything that I do is I'm only guiding you. You the hero. You have to, like my favorite movie is The Matrix. You need to choose the right pull. You know, it's all up to you. I will guide you. So that's what I do on LinkedIn is, number one, I help you build a profile because that's central to, to LinkedIn. You've got to tell a really good story and engage people on with the profile. And I mean, you and I have done a lot of work on that, on how to do a great profile. Once we do that, then you connect with people. So LinkedIn is brilliant. You know, I don't know why people pay money for these databases, you know, that, that give them all this information because LinkedIn's got a lot of it where I can search, like in my case, I searched for key account managers in Cape Town a month ago and 850 popped up on the list. So I search for the people I want to speak to. Then once you understand who you want to talk to, you engage with them. So you send them a message, you connect, you start talking to them. You don't sell them stuff because that's the problem. We want to sell immediately. All you do is start understanding their world. And I use LinkedIn like WhatsApp. I literally leave messages. And I don't know if you know this, LinkedIn has introduced a new feature where you can leave voice notes. So I literally now leave voice notes for people I've connected with on LinkedIn. And I say, I'd love your profile. I'd love to talk to you about how you do this. Tell me, how do you handle this? What are you doing right now? And I'll ask a series of questions and they respond. Then the next step would be, so how do we take that, that, that engagement and start talking about building the relationship? And then the key to this, once you trust me, I then say, why don't we chat? So, you know, why don't we go on to a Teams call? Because I use Teams. Why don't we go on a Teams call and have a chat? And in most cases, I'm doing it remotely now. I'm still a little bit scared to go to too many offices. So most cases, I'm having conversations on Teams. And, and that's what I teach customers how to do. How do you move through that journey of creating the, or identifying the customer, building out the relationship, and then moving to the next step, which is the meeting? All right. So, so basically, this is about your, your, your message. So, so you've got to identify... What problem, what is the problem that you solve? What is the solution and the result of implementing that solution? Um, yeah. and, and, and that's that's the kind of thing that uh, that we talk about. Now, LinkedIn, it, it both fascinates and terrifies me. I'm on it. Um, people look at my profile. I think my profile probably still sucks. I haven't done a whole lot of work there. Uh, indeed, as, as what's digital, we haven't done a whole lot of work there and we need to. Um, we, we, we definitely need to. Um, and I really, uh, you know, I admire what you're doing on, on LinkedIn and everything. When you talk LinkedIn, though, you said we can leave uh, voice messages, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things I was wondering, do you make use of the sales navigator? Because a lot of people go, well, LinkedIn is, is, is pretty pointless unless you use the sales navigator. Not at all. You, you can make full use of the free product. I tell you where you want to use Sales Navigator, though. The the search capacity of, of Sales Navigator is so granular. So effectively, it becomes a, a customer database or a prospect database. With, with the Navigator, you get to drill right down. 
and then you can store that information. So let's say I, I want to work with 20 key account managers in Cape Town. I can store that in a specific area. And then what, what LinkedIn does, it goes and finds me information about those people. And then when I talk to them, I can refer to that info. So that's where Navigate is very good. It also allows me to send direct messages. But be aware, Navigate, if you pay per year, is about 700 rand a month. If you pay per month, it's about 1,900 and something rand a month. So it yeah. is a very good product. And if you can afford it, I would recommend it. Um, you know how I use it? I switch it on and off. So every three or four months, I switch it back on, use it for a month, switch it off again. So whenever I need to do prospecting, I switch Navigator on. But you can do most or a lot of the activities with the free product. So it does have a search engine. It's not quite as good, but you can get around it with something called Boolean searches. So if you know how to use ands and nots and ways of searching, um, there are ways around it. Um, and then all the rest, the making, the contact, and all of the stuff that I described to you earlier can be done with the free product. So it is, is recommended, but not necessary. That makes sense. It does. Thank you. Um, my special guest, Tim Keys, today, we're talking about selling in 2020 and beyond because, I mean, everybody, businesses are starting up all over the place um, and, and people need to start making money. And one of the things, obviously, that I recommend is that we, we buy local, we look local, we train local. So uh, I'm a big, a, a big fan of that. When we come back, uh, we're going to wrap up with Tim. And uh, find out a little bit more about, uh, you said there were two products. So we're going to find out a bit more about the video one as well. It is what's involved when we come back chatting with Tim Keyes of the Sales Institute. And we're back. Tim, right, to wrap it up, let's talk a little bit about the video thing as well. Because you're also, you're also offering people, and, and when I say this, I'm, I'm kind of maybe putting you on the spot. But I'm assuming that we're going to make these documents available to anybody who's listening, either... Uh, to to the radio broadcast of this or to the podcast of this. Are you going to make it available to them as well? Yes. So I'm very happy to share the notes of what we've just discussed. Um, it's based on a sales conference that, that I've just done. Um, so I'm happy to share that. Uh, and then I've got two documents that I've built. Um, in fact, we've done one of them together. The, the first one is how do you build a LinkedIn profile? And you need and, and mine uses that story method on mm. how you use the story method to build a profile. If you go to my profile, Tim Keys, you'll see that story method at work. I've, I've applied it there. Um, so I've got a very good document that takes you step by step on how to build your profile. And then the okay. second one, which is something we're both passionate about, is how do you sell using video? Because it's very specific. It's not enough just to create a video. There's a very specific method that you use video to sell. Yes, and I've yeah, got a okay. document on that. Yeah. All right. Fantastic stuff. So if somebody wants to get hold of that, uh, what's the best way to, to do that? Do they just look for Tim Keys on LinkedIn or can they mail you? Um, both. So Tim Keys LinkedIn. Um, they can go to Sales Institute on the Facebook page. Um, otherwise, my email is timk at salesinstitute.co.za. Right. Okay. Tim K at salesinstitute.co.za. Um, yeah. Tim, just before we, 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 we wrap it up now, um, I'm going to ask if you've maybe got a, a, a crystal ball um, and uh, how do you see things going for the rest of, of 2020? I mean, between you and I, because we do, we do a fair amount of training together, 
Um, and, you know, I do a lot of the sales training uh, in, and sort of the Gauteng side of the world for you. Um, we had we had some big stuff planned just before uh, before this uh, COVID-19. That all went away. How do you see the rest of the year happening? Uh, it would be nice to get out and, and work again, don't you think? Yeah. Well, being in Cape Town, apparently we're about to hit our peak, so we might be able to get out a little bit earlier. But I, I do think that the way training is working, I think a lot of it's going to become remote like this. You know, I've really enjoyed remote learning. Um, I've just found that I can spend more time with my students because it takes a month to get through the program now. And I spend two hours a week plus a coaching session. Plus, I give you a lot of hope. And what I found is them sending the homework. The, the depth of learning is so much better. So I think that a lot of people are going to stay with online learning learning and remote learning. I think a few of our customers will let us back to work with their sales team, but not a lot of them. So I see that from a training perspective, there'll be a hybrid model, um, some online learning and a little bit of instructor-led and a little bit of coaching, but I think there'll be a lot more online. And I think selling is going to be the same. I don't see companies and, and you know, I don't know what the story is with everybody getting a vaccine, but I think people are going to be a little nervous about letting you into their business. And so I think a lot of the sales is going to be remote like this. I think we're going to have to learn this technology and there are things you can do to use it successfully. Okay, because, I mean, you know, this is one of the things that, that we talk about and I, and I love for, for my listeners as well to hear that because, um, it, it, it makes sense. And also, you know, with what we've gone through, there's not as much cash, there's not as much liquidity mm. as there was. Um, and with the online and remote learning side of it, um, specifically in terms of your sales team or, or, or whether you're in, as a CEO or somebody that wants to learn this stuff, um, you know, it's, it works out cheaper, surely, because now, now you know we're not we're not charging the client for the for the travel for the accommodation for this for that the next thing, so surely we can make it more affordable then. Exactly, it is more affordable. The other thing is you're not out of the office in two days like normal. So you know normal our thing is we say open wide and we pour information down your throat for two days, and you know people then are overwhelmed after the two days. So here you're looking at two hours a week and then a half an hour coaching session. So it, it makes it a lot easier for people to then apply it and then have the coaching session where we can make changes and, and help them and then run the next session. So I tell you, I'm sold. I'm very happy to run it this way. Um, I'll still do groups because uh, I miss the classroom, but I really enjoy this remote learning model. I think, I mean, we, we experienced that actually before before COVID, and I've experienced it uh, personally with the other side of the business, is people were starting to complain about the staff being out of office for, for two days or however however it worked. I mean, some of the trainings went up to, to, to four days in, in, in length, but they were they were already going, no, listen, this is, this is not good. These guys have got uh, KPIs they have to reach. They've got to do this. They've got to do that. We, we, we can't do it. And um, we were already starting to negotiate to do half-day sessions and do more half-day mm. sessions, et cetera, et cetera. This may, well be, this may well be the solution, as you say. Yeah, and the best thing is they have to do the homework. That's the part I love the most because the things that I've picked up, like this morning I marked a script, and I picked up he hadn't, he hadn't worked out the business case thing. 
So I said to him, I need to talk to you and explain this to you again. Now, I would never have picked that up in normal uh, in a normal instructor-led. Uh, in normal instructor-led, you know, you're working with a group of 10, 12 people, whereas here I immediately picked it up and I could I could drill down to his individual requirements. So I really do think it's a I'm, – I'm actually glad that I was forced to go down this road. Uh, it's been a, a great um, addition to the business. I think one of those things, and, and, and this is also it's, uh, one of our, I think we can use it as a closing point. For me, what is most important is we've always said um, on, with, with both of our businesses is that we'll go into a place, we'll do the intervention, whatever that, that intervention looks like. So we'll spend a couple of days with them. Um, everybody is, you know, they love it. It's energized. It's their training environment. We walk out. We feel great. We've thrown tons of information at people. Um, and then we literally, you know, you don't see people after that. People get busy. People have got lives. Um, and, and, and one of the things we always used to do is, is say, listen, please connect with us. We're happy to help you wherever we can after this process. Um, but a lot of times people go, oh, well, it's done. It's two days. Yeah, I've got my certificate. I'm off. And they never get to benefit from that learning. And we don't get to track whether any of that learning has, in fact, stuck. And I think this is a very good way of doing it. Agreed. And then the final thing here is even if you are experienced in selling, and I want to stress this, I'm working with a guy here who's been selling for 20 years. This using technology, he's struggling to adapt. So even if you have been selling for a long time, um, and, and you know you don't need our traditional professional selling or one of the other courses. This one that we're looking at is how do you sell using technology and specifically um, the video and the LinkedIn and all of those things I've described. I think anybody can benefit from this. These are not skills you translate straight from one to one. Can I give you a very simple example? Do we have time? Yes, we do. You an example. So, so when you do a, a Zoom call or a Teams call, any idea why it's so exhausting? Trick question. You know why it's so tiring? And this uh, is based on research. Because because we, we're messing with new technology? <laughs> it's part of it. The, the answer is I can't see your hands. So when I'm in face-to-face, traditionally, from a, a typical how human beings work, the first thing I do is I check your hands are empty that I'm not in danger. It's a, a very primal response to am I safe. When we do linked uh, or when we do calls, I can't see your hands. And I'm spending all the time trying to process your face to try and figure out if I can trust you or not. And this has been proved through eye patterning that people are trying to look down to see the rest of the body. So here's a piece of advice we put in the course that no one knows. Just go a little bit further back from your webcam and let people see your hands and suddenly you'll find that you'll get a better response from the person you're talking to. Now, these are technology things that people don't know, no matter how long you've sold for. This is new stuff. So I really would encourage you to investigate some of the new technologies available to you as a salesperson. I think that's wonderful. And, and what, a, what a great story to, to end on, because I'm thinking about myself now. I've obviously been you know, doing the radio stuff for so many years. I've, I've learned to be quite expressive with my voice yes. but I do use my hands a lot and and when I'm in a training room a training environment I'm very active 
and and yeah, now you can't. Now you kind of you've got to remember so many things. You know, um, are you are you facing your microphone? Are you looking into the webcam? Uh, you know, um, you you don't have somebody that's uh, coming behind you and and uh, meeting bombing you and all of those things. Um, fantastic stuff, Tim. Um, again, if somebody wants to get hold of you to find out more about this, it's Tim K at Sales Institute. S A L E S Institute. That's one word. Tim K at salesinstitute.co.za. Otherwise, uh, if you want to get hold of me, I can put you in touch with Tim. Uh, That's David at What's Involved, W-A-T-T-S-I-N-V-O-L-V-E-D, David at whatsinvolved.co.za. Tim, thank you so much for taking the time out, having a chat to me. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure and a privilege. We wish you all the best going forward. Thank you very much. It's great to be with you again. There we go. That was Tim Keyes, uh, the CEO and founder of the Sales Institute. Yet another edition of What's Involved being wrapped up right now. Uh, I'm David Watts. Before I go, one more thing. Thank you for listening.